Hi, we're Amy and McKenna, both business owners, photographers, and a small part of this Spark community. Spark is a group of Christian women creatives that meets weekly to discuss our faith, our lives, and our businesses. Because let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. Our mission is to be a weekly place of rest for creatives, to find a safe space to connect with God and grow in their faith. We want to invite you to be a part of that when your coffee's running low and you're on the go. We'd love to meet you where you're at. Come join the conversation. Welcome back to Spark the Podcast. I'm McKenna here with your other host, Amy. Hey, guys. And we are so excited about this new topic. We're jumping into faith and business, and we cannot wait to hear your thoughts on it. So let's just get started right now. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great one. (laughs) It is. Amy, do you feel like it's okay to include God in your business? Yes. I mean, in all honesty, when I think back, uh, you know, to it, faith is what led me to start my business. I wouldn't have my business without God and faith in Him. So I can't imagine a business that does not include my faith. I think it was nine years ago now, almost 10, that I was attending TLCC in West Orange, and I decided to start a small group with other um, young couples. And we were reading this book called 10, and it asked, on a scale of one to 10, how are you living out your God-given dreams? And I was teaching tennis at the time. And while I loved playing, I definitely didn't imagine it as my path for life. Um, We were all sitting together in the small group and Nadine, who's actually been on the podcast before, she was like, so Amy, what do you love? And I was like, I love photography. I had just gotten married. I was actually applying for jobs at The Knot and getting turned down left and right. And I was like, I just wish I could work in the wedding industry. And she was like, well, have you ever thought about becoming a wedding photographer? And for me, something just clicked in that moment. And I was like, yes, that would be my dream job. One of the girls in our group gave me the chance to capture her wedding that summer, and Amy Rizzuto Photography was born. Um, Honestly, when I look back, this business has led me to my best friends, a chance to work with incredible couples, and it gives me the chance to do something that brings me so much joy. I feel like it's also natural to get a little personal in my business and talk about my faith because I am the face of my business. I spend time letting my couples get to know me through my stories, my website, my posts on Instagram, and it would it would, you know, it would just feel pretty strange to leave out such a big part of who I am. I'm saved through grace, through faith in Jesus. And it's a yes for me as well. You know, I think when I worked for like a secular company or just like a bigger company in in general, it was harder. You know, I I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. You know, back when um, we were shooting weddings, I mean, it was such a smaller part. I was doing like the planning stuff and and it was great and I really liked it, but it wasn't personal. It wasn't about owning my own business. And it totally changed when you became, um, you know, an owner of, of something so personal. And like you said, your face is is marketing for you and you show your kids so much on your business. And so it's only natural that faith become a part of that because they're so tied together. You know, the largest part, and I read this, I don't even know where, but the largest (laughs) part of people's waking life is actually just in the world of business. It's working. So when you think about that and just like the testament of faith, like it's an ongoing conversation and very much a representation of what I want to show throughout my business and my life. So what does that look like if the majority of my waking life is like talking about business and doing business? then it should be a part of faith as well, because I want the big part of my waking life to be about my relationship with the Lord and what that looks like. Yeah, I think that's so true, McKenna. And I think that you do that so well, you know, just, um, you know, through Spark, getting to 
to meet together and just showing love to your couples. I've, I've loved to see the way that you do that. And when we look at even bigger companies, there are big businesses that openly proclaim their faith. You know, Chick-fil-A is one of the first ones that comes to mind. We love some Chick-fil-A. <laughs> always. And I always crave it on Sundays, but they are closed on Sundays. Yes. And I think that that's a, you know, a great stand in their faith. Um, you know, they are open about being a Christian foundation. And yeah, Sundays, I always want some sweet tea as well. <laughs> you know, in the mission statement of Hobby Lobby, it talks about honoring God and giving credit to his provision. They're also closed on Sundays. And I think it's cool that, you know, a bigger company where, you know, you just go to buy, I don't know about you, but I like buy picture frames and pillows there. Yeah. You know, they talk about God and and they point to him. That's so cool. You know, B&H Photo is another one. It's owned by Orthodox Jews. And not only are they closed on like the Jewish Sabbath, but you can't even make a purchase on their website on the Jewish Sabbath. So for like Amy and I, who sometimes like need photo uh, photography, like equipment very quickly, um, sometimes we're like, oh, darn, it's closed. Why is this closed? <laughs> but I know I like just how excited I get about a new camera or a lens. You know, it can be hard to wait, just like I said. But mm. it's also very admirable that they're doing that. And like, they're really like, protecting that time that they have with, with you know, their religion and, and everything that they do. What does including faith in business look like for us? I think, you know, there are simple ways to do it um, publicly, but, you know, there are deeper ways to do it, um, you know, on a personal level. A few simple ways that I publicly include faith in my business are just, you know, including a page on my website about my hope in God um, and my gratefulness to Him. Um, I think we always want to point to God and give Him the glory. Um, and that's one way that I do it. Um, in my Instagram bio, I you know, just say I'm saved by grace. For me, that's a connecting point, an easy way to share about my faith with others. And, you know, it's a, a chance to attract other believers, you know, when they see that they can be like, oh, like, you know, she trusts in God too. Like maybe we'd get along and, you know, maybe it, you know, reaches out to those who are also seeking God in their lives. And I think that's great, Amy. Like, I like that and do something similar. Um, I love the quality time. I've always been, like, if we ever do, like, one, uh, like, a whole season on uh, the love languages, I'm all quality time. And um, I'm really, you know, I found my church, Mendham Hills, through one of my former brides. So it's nice for me to get people with, like, like-minded, um, you know, information and that sort of thing and putting it out there on social media. But you really, you know, a lot of people will be, like, more afraid to talk about their faith. So mm -hmm. that one-on-one, -on -one, like, when I'm going through a meeting with a new couple or at an engagement session, I love getting to hear their plans for their ceremony. Mm -hmm. You know, are they having it at a ceremony? Are they having it at a church? Like, are they praying? Um, you know, what what kind of is that, like, flow? You know, are they getting married at a Catholic church? Did they have, you know, pre-Cana? Like, what yeah. was their like the marriage journey like to be able to get married, you know, and mm -hmm. and that you find out a lot, you know, it's a great way to kind of gauge where they're at in their faith and also get to share a little bit about my own amazing community. Growing up, I went to churches that had Bible studies for young professionals, which was really great for me because I got to see like how easy it was to kind of talk business and flip it and talk about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Personally, for me, it's it starts becoming more about Jesus, what Jesus wants my business to look like than like. What, what do I want it to look like? That even kind of describes like what I want to give that year. And I know we're going to talk more about it, but I love looking at like financially what God knows that I can live with. You know, yes. at the end of the day, like he already knows who my clients are going to be. He wants to find that perfect fit. And it's all about who God has lined up for me and not necessarily like who I'm trying to pigeonhole into my <laughs> world or like who I really want my client to be. 
I've seen it a lot during like crazy COVID times. And, you know, so many brides had to postpone their weddings and just dealing with the financial stresses of, you know, maybe even being furloughed or moving a wedding and getting hit by all the rebooking fees. For me personally, that is something it felt like God was assuring me I didn't need to, to charge a rebooking fee, but also mm-hmm. just like consistently saying like, you're good. Like, we'll be good. It's going to circle back around. Like everything is going to have its place. And I just had so much peace about my business going into this like crazy uncertain time. And I think that that's what God gives us in our business is a peace. Just like you were saying, McKenna, peace in who your clients are going to be. God already knows that. And, you know, we don't have to worry, are we going to be financially okay for the year? Because God has promised to give us clothes, to, you know, take care of us, to give us our food, our daily bread as we're studying in Exodus, right? (laughs) And so, you know, I I love that peace that you have in knowing that that God has you and he um, has gone before you. And I think it's amazing just, you know, the stress that you take off of your brides and, you know, for example, just loving on them well, not charging a rebooking fee when they're already so stressed, having to plan their wedding two, maybe three times now. And when um, you did something similar, you were like, yes, I'll be there as your mini money ceremony <laughs> so that I can capture it. And yeah. you like relieved a stress and they got beautiful photos of a memory that like they didn't even know that they had to make like yeah. for what was going to happen this year. Yeah. And I feel like when we look back on it, it's like those days are like such special days. It's like the day you're like, you know, tying the knot, like committing to be married. So I just like applaud all of you brides out there. If there's any, you know, bride listening who is getting married during these crazy times, I I think it's incredible that you're going forward. Um, and these these are really special days. Um, but we want to dive into what what does God call us to as business owners? I think God calls us to be honest, honorable, and just. Proverbs 16.8 says, better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. Proverbs 22.16 says, whoever oppresses the poor to increase his own wealth or gives to the rich will only come to poverty. Proverbs 11.1, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Psalm 112.5 says, it is well with the man who deals generously and lends who conducts his affairs with justice. As Christians, we are called to tell the truth and to be an example of God's love. We are called to conduct our affairs with justice. Simply put, this could look like praying for what we feel called to pay our second shooters, our assistance for the day, being honest with our taxes and our bookkeeping, or being patient and kind in our interactions with our clients, even when difficult situations arrive. John 13 35 says, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another, God calls us to love each other well. And I think that that's the thing that I want to focus on most in my business is loving my clients and the people that work with me well and showing them God's love. Absolutely. You know, God calls us to be generous. We are called to be generous, to give freely to others. Proverbs eleven twenty four through 25, one gives freely yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. God calls us not to store up. In Luke 12, 15, this is one of my favorite stories. It says, watch out, be on guard against all kind of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. This is talking about Jesus. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, 
what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build even bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night, your life will be demanded of you. And then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards God. I think it's easy to fall in the mindset of needing more, always wanting to grow and hoarding business or clients to ourselves. God calls us not to store up things for ourselves, but to be rich towards God. This could look like referring weddings or sessions to our friends who we might know need bookings or following, following God's call to care for those in need, possibly by sponsoring a child. I know you did this with, you know, Guatemala last year and Compassion International is another one that Matt and I have been looking into. Um, Or maybe it's even giving your tip from a wedding to a homeless person on the street. It will look different for everyone. And I think it's important to be in a prayerful relationship with God and to discern his will for your business and for your life. So where is your treasure? In Luke 12, 33, it says, Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourself that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. God cares for us, and he calls us to care for others, the poor, the widows, the brokenhearted. I think where your treasure is, your heart is also, as it said. Where do the desires of your heart lie? Is your heart seeking after self or a real vibrant relationship with the Lord? In a lot of ways, we can put many masks and faces so people perceive us as spiritual or godly, when in reality, deep in our heart of hearts, in our own private life, we struggle with fears, temptations, and the desiring of things that the world created for man's praise instead of glorifying God. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. If your treasures are in your business, your heart's there too. I'm not saying you can't do do that. Like you totally can. You can, but God wants to be a part of it in every way. He wants to help with the financial part of your business. He wants to help with finding the right clients that fit you. He wants to help map out the perfect business for you with him included in it. I think it's a good reminder that whom much is given, much is required. Luke 12, 48 says, For everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. As Christians, we have been given the good news and hope in Jesus Christ. We are called to love the Lord our God with all our hearts, souls, and mind, and to love others, and to go and make disciples of all nations. This is just not a call for our off days or for Sundays when we are in church. It's a call for our whole life. So what role does God have in our business? We have talked about it before, but we know we are not meant to put God in a box. When we become Christians, God calls us to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Him. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And a life I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. Our lives are hidden in Christ. Not just a part of our lives, our whole lives. As business owners, it is impossible to separate ourselves from the love, joy, and hope that God brings to our lives. We have hope in Him because He is good. He is a good God. He has plans for our lives. His plans 
are to give you hope and a future. So what hope does this faith in God give us? Following Christ does not always mean that we'll live the perfect life, thriving in business, and having no pain or heartache. We are promised that we will have troubles in this life, but we can go forward with the promise of true peace. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Even if we are not running six-figure businesses, even if we only have five weddings this year, God loves us. He has a plan for our lives, and He alone knows what's best. We can go forward with a hope, knowing that the peace God gives us might be different than the way the world gives it, but it's very good, and we do not have to be afraid. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. One of the last things we want to touch on today is how has faith impacted our business decisions? How has it been revealed in our businesses this year? You know, I mentioned earlier regarding COVID and, um, you know, just everything that the, the brides had to deal with. But financially, it's played the biggest impact, you know. I mean, God knows just what I need. Food, shelter, water. It's really that simple. Food, shelter, water. <laughs> um, now, mixed up in that is a lot of wants, right? Like, to be honest, I want a lot of things. But a lot of times, like especially this year, I was in quarantine. I was living off of PJs and sweatpants and, you know, warmed up pizza. Like, I don't know. But, you know, I didn't want for anything. I didn't actually need anything. Faith has impacted my financial business decisions in a big way by showing me it'll be okay. On the other side, God brought me some amazing couples that I work really well with, that get along with my personality, that know how to just roll with it, and we keep on going. We both had grace for one another, and we we did. We made the most of a really interesting, weird for a lot of people, awful year. <laughs> so I feel like if God wasn't a part of that, if He didn't help in like be a, like put those people in my business, I would not be like successful at all in that way. And I that's the point too is like without God, there's no success. I remember seeing this somewhere, and I just always like thought about it a different way. But I think it was like Promise Tangerman that had it, and it was like, do you have to blog to be successful? And like blog and successful were highlighted, and it's like obviously, you know, if you want to be shown up, if people, if you need to be found, like on like with your SEO and that sort of thing, you need to do that. But I kind of took out the blog and put God. You know, mm -hmm. do you have to have God to be successful? And highlight God, highlight successful, and it's right there for you. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that God plays such a big part in our businesses. And for me this year, it's also looked like having grace for all of these brides who are trying to reschedule their weddings. I want to be able to make the process easy for them. Um, one of the things, you know, we talked about before, if they were having a mini-money or like just their ceremony this year, I offered to capture it at no additional charge, knowing that, you know, this was going to be the day that they looked back on as their wedding day. It means not looking at next year as a loss. I know a lot of us have talked about that. You know, we're gathering mostly final payments that were supposed to come in this year. Um, and as wedding photographers, there are a limited number of weekends in the year, especially warm weekends in New Jersey and New York City. When moving weddings from this year to next year, we have to either decide to take on fewer new weddings or we could be faced with possibly overbooking our schedule and making up for this year. When I look at this year, I know that I will not bring in the same amount that I have the past few years and maybe even next year, you know, just because the weddings have rolled over. But 
like we touched on before, I had food to eat, I had clothes to wear, and I never wanted for anything. I've had more time with my family, and that was so good. God took care of us, even in a year of monetary drought. He gives us exactly what we need, and even more. I didn't realize it could be such a blessing with a slower schedule and having more family time, but it really has been. Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8 says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Before we were talking about how our faith impacted our business, but let's flip that. How has our business impacted our faith? I think it's just showing me that we have a good God, a God who hears our prayers and who answers them. I think about so many times as we go to start our wedding days, before we go into the getting ready, we pray. We pray for good weather. If it looks like rain, we pray for a break in it. And God is almost always faithful to provide that. And when he hasn't, it's still been a joyous day. We pray for the couple's marriage, that it'll be blessed, that it will be long and happy. And we also just pray for our safety, for our equipment, that everything will work well. And over the last nine years in business, we've seen God answer prayer after prayer because he is so good. I think it's also important to remember that there's a season for everything. Last year, I watched another photographer who I look up to, Nancy Ray, close the door of her business after 12 years. She felt like God was calling her to do it, even though it was something that she really loved. Her faith was in God, and she held her business with an open hand. That's something that I want to do, too. I know that God gave us our businesses. I know that He inspired mine through that small group all those years ago. Um, And I really want to follow where God is leading me um, because my business is because of him and I want it to honor him. All the glory and honor belongs to him forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And you guys know where you can find us. You can find us at njspark.co or njsparkco on Instagram. Thanks so much. We can't wait to see you next week. Before we go, we want to leave you with this verse. It's found in Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him.